Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. It is currently January 1st, 2022, at 2.43 a.m. in the morning. All right, I'm up late. Guess what I'm doing? I'm fixing photos. I'm working. Had a wedding today. Have a wedding tomorrow. And guess what? It's storming in Hawaii. It's not the best weather for weddings at all. Oh my God, this wedding that I did today, I feel so bad for the bride because it was just storming. Storming, 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 storming. But the bride and groom, they rode with the punches. We ended up moving the, lo- the location from the beach to one of the workplaces. We had their wedding where the reception was going to be. It was, um, it was under these tents. Uh, everything turned out good. It wasn't perfect. But, you know, relationships are not perfect. And uh, I told them, like I do with any couple, uh, when it rains, especially if they're local, um, even if they're not local, that if you're staying around longer, you know, I'll take you to the beach and we're going to get those blue sky. We're going to get those sunset shots. So this couple, they're going to get really nice shots, but I still documented their wedding, which happened in a very, very industrial area. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to embarrass them, but it, you know, I'm sure it was not their ideal area to get married, but you know what? Again, they rode with their punches. Their friends were there. It was a happy, it was an emotional moment. It was perfect. And I told them at the end, you know what? This is your story. This is your story, right? We're not going to sugarcoat it. So even when I do the photos, I'm not going to try to make it more glamorous than other, than other photos. This is your photo. It rained on your wedding day. You had your wedding in an industrial area at your um, husband's workplace under a tent. Your friends all attended. Um, there were cranes and machinery all around. It was pretty much an ugly area. But this is where your family started. This is where the next chapter of your life started. And this is just part of your story. So like it or not. And they were still happy. There were still tears of joy. It was great. It was perfect. And, uh, you know, for all of my brides out there, all of the grooms out there who are just worried about, you know, rain on your wedding day. Again, I would do my best, you know, to try to avoid it. Again, if you're just, you know, eloping, we can usually run away to a different part of the part of the island. But, you know, yesterday, even today, well, I'm hoping not today, the whole freaking island was just storming. <laughs> the gods just decided, or God just decided, it was time to just pour on the rain, and the, the whole island of Oahu was just storming. There was no dry area. On the island. In fact, if you ran to the North Shore, if you ran somewhere else, it was probably worse. We were on where we were at. Um, we were we were on the dry side of the island, and it was still storming. That's how bad it was. All right. So, guess what, people? It is 2022, by the way, and I'm sure all of you folks have some New Year's resolutions. Uh, you know, I kind of talked about not having any, you know, agendas in my last podcast and goals and tying that to your, your emotional status of happiness and everything. I'm not going to get into that, but you know what? I stepped on the scale today and uh, I didn't like what I saw. I wasn't very happy. I'm, I'm about 243.4 pounds, 243.4 pounds, which is not much lighter than Pitmaster Keith. Uh, you know, part of it is muscle, part of it is fat. I can blame COVID part of it, you know, for the reason of that, you know, I ate too many damn freaking cookies. Also, I've just been eating a lot, haven't been exercising much. You know, my, my belly, it just, it blows up like a python. 
when I'm eating. And then it goes down, you know, pretty much when I'm not eating. So if I fast for a little while, then it goes down. I have to start counting my calories, start, you know, counting my carbs, uh, intermittent fasting, working out, hitting the gym, uh, at least my home gym. And, uh, you know, just taking it real serious because I'm getting up there in age, right? Yeah, I'm going to turn 45 this year. And, you know, what? I don't want to get fat. I don't want to get out of shape. And I'm looking at my pictures that I'm taking with couples. And I'm seeing a little more wrinkles around me because my face is getting a little more rounder. And it's not because, you know, these wrinkles are from old age. It's because, you know, I was pretty lean before. And when you put fat on top of a lean person's face, it doesn't really stretch too well. You know, if you're already fat. I mean, I don't want to insult the fat people out there, but if you already have a round face and you're fat and all they've been fat all your life, you know, your your skin is, has a lot of elasticity. It's already stretched in that in that arena, right? But if you're if you were like you're kind of vascular like how I was, and all of a sudden your face gets a little fat, you're gonna get a little bit more wrinkles around the eyes than your than you than what's usually the norm. So I gotta lose some weight. I'm thinking my ideal weight is gonna be down around 204, 205. <sighs> you know. But uh, we'll see. I'm thinking 204, 205, but maybe I'll go down to 185. It really depends. I really don't know where I want to be. I really don't. All I would know is that I got to be lower where I am now because, and I have to change my my diet because, uh, you know, it's football season as well. It's coming to a close, and all I'm doing is just eating and watching watching football. Not a good, very healthy lifestyle. So that's my goal. That's my goal today. Again, if I don't achieve it, I won't be unhappy with myself, but boy, I need to do it in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle. So we'll see how things go. Anyway, anyway, so what is this entire podcast going to be about? You know, I don't really know. I'm just going to freestyle it and uh, take things as I go. I'm gonna just, just going to talk, you know, uh, things that just hit me right now. And, uh, you know, one thing that's really hit, hitting me right now is that people are just still obsessed with COVID and fear. And uh, it bugs me. It really, really does. You know, I mean, if, I, I know I've been talking about COVID so many things, so many times on this podcast, but, it, you know, it seems, like, again, like our life is dictated by fear. And, and the cause of that fear is from COVID. And, you know, politicians are using this to really control our lives. And it, and it's either that or they're really stupid. You know, I, I'm thinking it's either they're very evil or very stupid or maybe just a little bit of both, right? And I don't I don't trust Dr. Fauci, um, even though he has doctor in front of his name, he's more of a bureaucrat than a doctor out there. And there's a lot of doctors out there who I don't trust. Period. Uh, you know, I, I talked to my friend today. Not going to name names. A really good friend of mine. Been been friends for like over, I think over a decade now, and uh, you know, um, he he's been, he was telling me, you know, for his own self, for his own health, trying to find the right doctor has been very tough because all of the doctors, you know, he got injured through a bike accident and trying to find treatment for his bike bike accident, you know, he hasn't been able to find the right doctor. In fact, finally he found the right one to treat his injuries from a bike accident. And uh, he had to listen to nine other ones or maybe 10 other ones or even more than, th- than that that just led him down the wrong path. Now, are we so all supposed to listen to Dr. Fauci, right? Or, or, or can we listen to other doctors? That's my question. I thought at one time medicine was individualized. And I thought, 
you know, that's what, you know, finding a right doctor, you know, finding the right doctor is kind of like finding the right, you know, person you want to have a relationship with, right? You want to find a doctor who has really good bedside manner, one that you're not scared to go to, one whose opinion you trust. And, um, you know, it's really, really, really tough. It's really, really, really tough because, you know, for myself, I haven't found a doctor, a personal doctor who I really, really trust. You know, when COVID started, we asked, and this is way, way in the beginning, way, way in the beginning when Trump was in office, and we asked our doctors, well, excuse me, I have to burp there. I, we asked them, now, for example, if we, get, if we come down with COVID, all right, if we, come, if we happen to come down with COVID, would you prescribe hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin to us? And they said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I asked why, and they said, "Well, those drugs don't work. Number one, and our our what we would do is that um, we would actually, after you get tested, you test positive, we'll send you home, and once you can't breathe, then we'll put you on a ventilator." That was their treatment. Their treatment was to send you home. And by the way, the treatment till this very day is to, right now just to send you home. They don't really, you know, recommend you getting Regeneron, which is the, the antibodies. All what they want you to do is to get vaccinated. Well, how about if you're vaccinated and also get, you know, and also come down with it? Are they going to re- recommend anything? No, none whatsoever. You know, some of my friends who were vaccinated and got infected, they were just told to stay home. They don't know how to treat COVID. Well, they don't want to listen to the other treatments out there. And now what we're having right now is like, you know, you're having some other medications that are coming onto the market right now uh, to treat COVID, Uh, one from Pfizer, one from Merck, um, and some of them are really just horrible medicines. You know, there's a medicine from Merck called monopiravir, monlupiravir, monlupiravir. Okay, I'm trying to, I kind of memorized how to say it's monlupiravir, and uh, this medication was actually designed for horses before. It was designed to fight viruses in horses. How do you like that? This is actually horse medication. And now it's being repurposed for COVID. Now, what is the, uh, in, in, uh, in, in, um, in, in Petri dishes, they've been actually, this uh, monopiravir has been able to actually fight COVID-19 very, very efficiently in Petri dishes. But when it was has been applied to regular patients, it is only... I guess resulted in a 30% efficacy rate. That's not that great. Versus ivermectin, which was never created for horse medication, it is repurposed as a horse medication, is totally opposite, has shown to be very, very effective um, against COVID, especially when uh, I guess uh, I prescribed a lot earlier, uh, I guess upon diagnosis and tre- uh, before, before you actually head to the hospital. And the same thing goes with monopiravir. Monopiravir, it's recommended to get uh, to get uh, to take this once you get diagnosed with COVID. Okay, so here's the thing: you take either you have your options now. You take, you can take the Pfizer medication, the monopiravir, or you can take ivermectin. Ivermectin is actually the most effective if you if you take a look at all the peer review studies. But here in the United States, ivermectin is suddenly well, not suddenly you can't get it because why? Well, because Joe Rogan actually recommended it, Aaron Rodgers recommended it, they took it, celebrities took it. So it's really a medication for the elite. I hate to say that. Or you have to know 
the right person. Because even right now, Dr. Fauci and the FDA and the, and the, uh, and the people who work at the post office, they're trying to make it so that you can't, that the, that you can't ship ivermectin through the mail. That's kind of strange. That's really, really strange. And ivermectin, by the way, is not a da- dangerous drug. Usually before you come into the United States, uh, they'll put you on a regimen of, of ivermectin to clear your bodies of parasites because we don't want those parasites in America. So why is it safe for um, immigrants to actually take ivermectin and not safe for you to take ivermectin? Right? It does, I mean, what if it what if it works? What if it doesn't work? Who the hell cares if you request it and the and, or, or or your doctor says, you know what, you know what, I want to prescribe it. Why should um, Doctor Fauci or anyone have an objection to it? It doesn't make sense. Your doctor prescribed it. It may or may not work. Who knows? But that your, your doctor prescribed it. He recommends it. Why is that? You know, why are we not individualizing medicine because it may work well for people? Right? What if what if you take this monolupiravir and it doesn't work? You're one of the remember it only works in thirty percent of patients. You're one of the unlucky seventy percent. Can you take the ivermectin because ivermectin has a ninety eight percent efficacy rate with it with COVID, especially when prescribed early? No, you can't take it. Huh? Can you take quercetin and zinc? Quercetin and zinc has a hundred percent efficacy rate in a peer review peer reviewed study from the NIH. No, they, they don't even recommend taking quercetin and zinc, even though Fauci's own NIH actually says quercetin and zinc actually works as a prophylaxis and also as a very good treatment for COVID. Huh. My mind is just getting blown. These are the things that are on my mind right now. So here in Hawaii, you know, here in Hawaii, COVID, Omicron, it's been kind of going nuts, all right? Like, uh, uh, I think just yesterday, we had about 3,500 cases. The day before, we had around 3,200. Or I think, no, I'm sorry. I think yesterday yesterday and the day before, there's 3,200 cases. Uh, but here's the thing. How many of those people have been hospitalized because of COVID? Because, not with, because. I think only one person got hospitalized because of um because of this omicron variant i mean he may he he or she may have got infected with the delta variant i don't know how do i know this because only one person one person is a uh, uh, uh one person more is on a ventilator at one time there were nine people on ventilators now there's 10 out of the 6000 new cases now the hospitalization numbers d- do go up why is that? Well, people who, you know, people have to test in order to, in order to go to the hospital, no matter what. So if you have a gunshot wound, um, if you're in a car accident, if you, if you get there, if you, if you stub your toe and you need stitches before you enter into the hospital, you have to get a COVID test. So a lot of the COVID tests have been incidental COVID tests, um, incidental in cases because a lot of these people don't know that they're actually infected. They really don't. They just think it's a common code. Now, Here's the other thing too. This Omicron variant, the the symptoms are so mild. And I talked about this before. The symptoms include, in case you don't know, you you may have a mild headache, you may have mild muscle soreness, and you may have um, minor fatigue, right? If you actually actually, um, get Omicron. And uh, some people who are not vaccinated those symptoms may be a little bit worse than others. Just a little, not really that bad, just a little. And uh, that's about it. That's really about it. Now, 
during this during the past week, I've come into I I've come into um I guess contact with some close friends of mine uh, who were coughing, uh, who had the little scratchiness of their throat throat. Um, some pe- some elderly people who actually were coughing. They were wearing masks though, but they're still coughing. Um, also, one of our the people who are, who's working at my house. Uh, he's been in contact. His sister actually ended up with COVID, Omicron, more, more than likely. Uh, he was in contact with her. He tested negative for four times. He tested positive one time. Uh, but he en- he ended up coming to to our house to work on the fourth day. Um, I was I was uh, right there next to him talking and everything like that. He was touching the doorknobs. I was touching and everything, you know. So um, the next few days, I started to feel a little bit not really under the weather, but I had a little scratchiness of the throat. And uh, I had a I had a little bit runny nose, um, and I had a little bit of a headache, and my muscles were sore. So I thought I I thought I think that I may have had Omicron. Now these were about this is about three days ago. All right, so I'm on my if I did have Omicron, it's about three or four days, and that's probably the the last of it because Omicron only lasts about four days. Now here's the thing. So so what happened was that I started you know taking more quercetin because quercetin only has. Uh, a shelf, uh, not shelf life, a half life of of about four to five, four to eight hours. All right. Now, when you say half life, half life um, in the medical community, uh, that means that uh, this medication or whatever you're ta- or, or whatever you're dosing, it loses half its strength within this amount of time. So within four hours, it loses half of its strength. So that means, you know, instead instead of me taking it as a prophylaxis like once a day, I better dose, you know, once every four hours. Uh, to make sure this quercetin is working within my body, so uh, I got the scratchiness of my throat, um, and uh, I started taking it once every four hours, and then right now I have nothing, absolutely nothing. It completely went away, and then my headache was gone. I did pop a few Advils here and there just to just to ease down my headache and also to ease down the the phlegm that may have been you know being caused by by my asthma, uh, which I do have, uh, but that's about it. No shortness of breath, no nothing. Uh, did I get? Did did I go out there and, and test myself for COVID? Absolutely not, because I don't want to stand in line to, to get a test. Because then, if I don't have Omicron, then I will get Omicron, right? Because these testing sites are turning out to be super spreader events because everyone is in line waiting, you know, packed in there like sardines, waiting to get their nose swabbed. Not I'm that. That's not going to be happen for me. I'm not going to do that. So. Uh, I'm pretty sure I had all the symptoms with COVID. I came into contact with several people who may have had COVID. If I didn't have COVID, then I just had some type of three-day common, three-day, you know, three-day code, which was not even a code, which just came and went. And it could have came and went because I was, you know, dosed up on quercetin and zinc. It may have came and went because I was just, you know, um, I was just, uh, you know, lucky, you know? So who knows? Really, really, who knows? But I'm pretty sure I had Omicron. I went through my body and I'm completely fine. So that's the good news. That's the really good news. Uh, um, and, you know, here's the funny thing too. With Omicron, I found out that, you know, you, you can test for it one day, but within three days, you'll test negative. This Omicron variant, it goes in and out of your body. It stays in your body for about three days. That's it. It's so short. It's not like the alpha variant of the, the original COVID where it stays in your body for 14 days. As we, got, as, as we got further down the road, if you notice, it went from 14 days, the Delta variant, that was 10 days. Now in Omicron, they're saying five days, but it's actually three days. They added two days on top of that just to be on the safe side. That's how short Omicron lives in your body. 
So what's happening, people? We're going to see a huge spike, and then we're going to see a huge decline. We're going to follow the line of South Africa. We're not going to be seeing many deaths out there. Will, will there be people who, do, who die from Omicron? Maybe, maybe, because people die from... People die from a lot of things, okay? People die from the damn common cold. People die from the flu. People die from, like, you know, just having the regular sniffles. And there's not even the common cold, okay? So so somebody may die from COVID. It's not the end of the world, all right, from the Omicron. All right, people, I'm going to cut the commercial. I'm going to get my thoughts together. When I come back, I'll talk about something, but I have no idea yet right now. I'm just going to put it on pause Cut the commercial, pay the bills, right? And uh, yeah, I'll be back. You know what? You know what I'm going to talk about? I know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about my new barbecue company. All right, my new barbecue company. I want to talk about it. And uh, yeah, like, and I think you may actually like it. Okay, I'm going to reveal the name on here. And I think it'll be really, really cool. All right, so I will talk to you soon. Stick around. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, welcome back to my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. This is your favorite argumenter in chief, scriptwriter Steve. Okay, I'm gonna turn this music down and we are gonna get into the body of my entire podcast for today. I am gonna tell you all about the barbecue company which I am starting in 2022. So, I know when I left, uh, before I cut the commercial, I told you. I will tell you the name of my barbecue company. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to tell you that just yet because I didn't register the name yet. So I don't want any of you out there stealing my name. All right. But I will tell you, I guess, more about my barbecue company, what we're going to do. So first off, it's just going to be now here in Hawaii. We don't really have any good barbecue places. All right. We really, really don't. There was one place which I thought I really liked. And then as I got to learn more about barbecue, and I, I, I saw that he was cutting, this person was cutting corners, and their barbecue just isn't that great. It's really, really not that great. So we're bringing good barbecue back to Hawaii. Actually, no, we're bringing good barbecue to Hawaii, all right? And um, we're not going to bring any type of Texas style or Memphis style. We're going to bring our own style of barbecue. Now, what will we, we be cooking? Brisket ribs, pork ribs, and, you know, uh, beef ribs. Also, we'll be cooking smoked salmon as well. Uh, you know, all the really major, I guess, I guess major, major uh, barbecue menu stuff, even pool pork, we'll be doing all those things, right? Um, but we're going to do it with a little Hawaiian flair. And number one, what is that Hawaiian flair? Well, number one, we're going to be cooking on what they call kiawe wood. So kiawe wood is very unique to Hawaii. Um, the word kiawe sounds really, really nice, but all kiawe is, is a mesquite wood uh, that 
Well, it's it's a it's a it's a derivative of mesquite wood. It's not really mesquite wood. Mesquite wood looks a little different, but it's mesquite wood. Uh, it's um it's a, a tree that is related to the mesquite tree, and it burns strong like mesquite, but it doesn't burn dirty. Well, not dirty, but it doesn't have that same gasoline flavor like mesquite does. Mesquite is a very very strong flavor, and when you cook with it, it's very um. It, it, it makes your food taste like gasoline, so it doesn't really taste very good. It tastes really good when these when the um, when Lay's barbecue or like when Lay's potato chip says their barbecue chips are like mesquite flavored. Though that actually tastes pretty good, but the real mesquite wood, I'm, I hate to say it, it doesn't taste really good when you use it inside of a barbecue. So uh, or like a, or a smoker, all right? It tastes pretty good when you use it over like a grill. You want to grill some steaks over mesquite wood, it's pretty, pretty darn good. Uh, but, you know, if you want to use it in your smoker, I would say shy away from that. You use, like, maybe a fruit wood, maybe post oak, some other type of hardwood that is non-sappy. Uh, but here in Hawaii, we have keave, again, which is a version of mesquite. Not really mesquite. And it doesn't burn, like, you know, it doesn't make your fruit taste like gas, number one. It tastes kind of sweet, in fact. So it adds a little sweetness, a little saltiness, and a little sharp saltiness to it, to, to, the, to the meat that you're actually cooking. So it's really, really good. It's great for salmon, great for pork, great, great for beef. It's just, I, I even used it for turkey before. So that's number one. So, so our barbecue company are, is going to be using Kiavi wood exclusively um, as, its, as its major wood. And we're, gonna, we're not going to actually put in a kiln wood. We're going to make sure that thing smokes really well. And, uh, and uh, that's number one. Okay, Number two, uh, how, how we're going to do things a little different is that um, this, this uh, restaurant that we'll have is going to be theme-based. It's going to be highly themed uh, based around conservative politics. <laughs> you know, we are going to cater to the Let's Go Brandon crowd. We are going to cater to the Trump supporters and the conservatives out there. I know Hawaii is a, a liberal state, a Democrat state, but if you want your good barbecue, you can leave your politics at the door or you can put up with ours, all right? So at our, at our restaurant, all right, at our place of business, we are going to be selling conservative t-shirts, conservative of apparel. You know, we may even sell Make America Great hats. We are going to have Trump things everywhere. We are just going to be, you know, red, white, and blue. We are pro-America. You know, military is going to get discounts and everything like that. If you're, if you're a first responder, if you are a, a police officer, we are going to be your best friend. We are going to stand strong for conservative principles over here. And if liberals hate us for that, then they can come out there and protest outside our place. We're completely fine. 100% fine. They want to give us one-star Yelp reviews, that's fine too. I don't care. I don't care about it at all. Okay? So we're going to become a target. I know that. And even the name of our barbecue restaurant is very conservative. It pokes fun at liberals. But that's number two. So we have two things there, right? Number three is going to be a place where you not only can get barbecue but really good coffee. So we're going to have some baristas in there making some really, really good coffee. Number four um, we're looking at having it open 24 hours a day, all right? Uh, the reason why it's 24 hours a day, because we'll be there 24 hours a day. Uh, when we're, we'll, 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 we'll be cooking barbecue. You know, when you cook barbecue, uh, 
bar, that, that smoker has to run 24 hours, you know. So eventually, we're going to have this thing open 24 hours a day. So people, some kids who want to come out late at night, use our internet, internet service, buy some coffee, you know, they'll, they'll come out of our restaurant smelling like smoke. But if they want to go out there like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning like that, we'll be there because someone is, some, the pit master will be there. So they want to they want to actually buy some coffee and everything. That's just fine. Um, also, on top of that, we think we're going to, we're going to be selling our our barbecue for dinner, not really for lunch or breakfast. A lot of these barbecue places in the in the mainland open up for lunch. No, we're going to open up for dinner. All right, uh, that's that's what we're going to open. We're going to be selling our barbecue for dinner. We're not going to be selling it for lunch. We're not going to be selling it for any other time, especially not breakfast. Uh, will we serve breakfast there? Hell yeah. You know, uh, will we serve anything other than barbecue? Of course. But barbecue will probably be only available um, at night. That's that's the thing, at night. Uh, what else will be available there? Well, we're also going to be, um, I talked to my musicians. All my musicians for who work for Dream Weddings Hawaii, we're going to have them there. Uh, my musicians are really great Hawaiian, Hawaiian musicians. Uh, this place will have them featured uh, real Hawaiian musicians featured here at this um, at this barbecue joint, okay, and that, that would be a regular a regular thing to have good old Hawaiian music, good old good old, good barbecue, just great things over there. So, and on top of that, on top of that, we will be podcasting from this location as well. Barbecue to movies. We'll actually be podcasting there in a much more professional format. So we're going to create a little studio, a little podcast studio where we can do video podcast and where we will talk about everything that I talk about. Um, everything, again, from barbecue to movies. So this would be like po- political talk, conservative talk. We're open to even having Democrats on top of there. I don't care. The whole goal is to actually exercise our freedom of speech, right? We're not going to censor anything. The only difference... There is that it will be on video, and uh, so it will be available on Spotify more, more than likely, video, video podcast, and uh, and we'll hopefully we'll get some money in through there. So there'll be different streams of money. So we can make a lot of money through our podcast, uh, a lot of money through our you know just regular food you know and everything like that, and uh, a lot of money through our, our apparel, through all of our shirts that we'll be selling there, and we hope to actually become a pretty good hub for just. When, when, when for a hub for tourists, you know. So when people say, "Hey, you know, we we would like to go to one place here in Hawaii. Where's one place where we can go to Hawaii for like a, you know, good Hawaiian music, right? Well, it's gonna be to our barbecue restaurant. Where can we go, you know, to have good food, good barbecue? It's it's gonna be at our restaurant. Where can we go? It's three o'clock in the morning, right? We just got out of the nightclub. Where can we go? Oh, we'll go, we can actually go to the barbecue restaurant. So. Those are, the, those are the things that we're going to keep it open, and I'm pretty sure we're going to keep it open 24 hours. Uh, that is the plan. Now, how fast, you know, how fast will um, this be able to be created? That's a good question right now. Um, right now, the plan for myself and Pitmaster Keith is to grow this organically. So we're not going to take out these huge jumbo loans from, um, from the mainland right now or from anywhere. They're offering these huge jumbo loans to, to me. Uh, but... That's not going to happen. I'm going to grow this company organically. Um, we're going to start off with a lunch wagon, most likely. And then we're still going to have all the elements that I just uh, explained. We'll st- we're still going to sell apparel. We'll have podcasts there. We'll have live music. Um, will we be open 24 hours? Probably not in the beginning. But we want to get to that point. All right? We want to really get to the point. And uh, I'm hoping by the time uh, we get to the restaurant point, 
a lot of these COVID protocols and COVID itself will be just basically out the window, all right, especially here in Hawaii. What I really fear right now is, is um, if I open up the restaurant to what I just told you, what it's going to be like, um, then all of a sudden our governor decides, hey, you know what, we have to close everything down. Well, that will be the end of my barbecue company. That's it. I mean, that, that's completely it, right? You know, we, we can't do any of the stuff that we want to do if you just want to close everything down. If we have to social distance or we have to have a 50% capacity, we'll be closed down, right? We have to be able to operate at 100% capacity. That's the truth about it. That's really the truth about it. So that's the plan, people. That's the plan for 2022. Um, how quick, again, we're going to get into this, I don't know. Uh, as we make more money, as we get more popular, uh, we're going to get bigger. We're going to we're going to get much larger. Okay. Now, eventually, I will be disclosing the name of my entire company to you. This this podcast right here uh, will be a big part of that company. We're going to talk about barbecue more. Or we're going to bring on other pitmasters. We're going to probably we're going to talk about politics on this thing too. We're going to bring on a lot of people, you know, local local people, other people who are involved with politics as well to talk about it on my on my um, station here. So it'll be really really cool, you know. I'm just going to everything here, you know, it served its purpose, right? And uh, I'll even talk about screenwriting and movie movie reviews at this place, right? So it'll be cool. It'll be really, really cool. There is a synergistic effect on everything. And by the way, I'm still keeping my wedding company because we will do catering. And I will still talk about weddings on my, on my podcast. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll even have host a few weddings uh, receptions at the restaurant too eventually because people can rent it out. I am planning to have reception halls, uh, VIP areas uh, where they can rent it out for, you know, for, for um, weddings. So that's it. That's really it. I, you know, if you have any um, questions about, you know, my business plan or anything like that, you know, feel free to e- email me at steve at scriptwritersteve.com. I'd love to hear your advice. Maybe I'm going down the wrong path. Uh, you know, I was talking to my uncle, who's a really good business person, about, you know, making it conservative themed. And he was completely against it because <laughs> he was saying, well, Steve, you know, Hawaii's a liberal state, right? And you're going to just not cater to the Democrat crowd. You know, to me, I don't care. If I get, you know, here, here's my thing. With Dream Weddings Hawaii, you know, I cater basically to Republicans. I, I cater to the conservative crowd for the most part. Um, I'm very, I'm very uh, animate about, on my own website, that, you know, I, I am a Trump supporter. I have the banner of Let's Go Brandon on the right-hand side of my website. I took it down just recently, but I'm going to put it back up. Uh, you know, liberals, they don't like me. That's fine, you know, but at least they know about me. They know where, where, where my politics stand. So if they, and if, again, if they want to think that I'm a racist somehow, then <laughs> they can think whatever they want. But they have the right to not shop at my place, right? They have the right not to buy my food. But liberals, you know, by far are usually not really the most, you know, they're not really big time meat eaters. And trust me, they're not fans of barbecue because because of the global warming, quote-unquote, crisis. They want to actually, you know, shut down barbecue joints because we love to burn wood, right? Our carbon footprint is really high. So, you know, they're not going to be coming to us anyway. You know, they may come to us, you know, because their friends may pull them there, but who knows, okay? So, and maybe we may convert a few. Really? You know, that would be pretty cool. Now, uh, and I, the, the thing about it is I really don't care. 
I just really don't care. I would love to use my uh, my restaurant more as a platform. Now, there's a, you know there's some other barbecue companies out there, and there's some other restaurants out there. You you know they, they're just restaurants. They just serve food. I want my place to be a place where you can come out there and hang out. You can go out there and listen to. You don't have to order barbecue. You can go out there and listen to good Hawaiian music. You don't have to go out there. Maybe maybe we'll have a Hawaiian food menu. You know, we have, we'll have different things on the menu. Eventually, we'll have other chefs out there who will cook really good food for us, who will hire, you know, and, uh, you know, cook other food than barbecue. What, what will, we, what will we, be, we be known for is the barbecue, though, right? That's primarily what it is. But anyway, that's my entire business plan out there. I think it may work. Who knows? Just really, who knows? And I just want it to be a really cool place for people to go. That's about it, people. And uh, right, it's 324 right now. I better get to bed. Thanks for listening to me talk about whatever's coming to my head. And I will see you all soon. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ2 T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ 2 Movies. Catch you around.